welcome to this week's episode of the Property Pod. My name is Anya McLaughlin. I'm Meg Barrett from Mortgage Navigators. Uh, David Sweeney from PropertySolicitors.ie and I believe today we're talking about... Divorce. Wow. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think divorce and property could actually be in the same pod? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sing the song, you know, the, the, the divorce song, but I said maybe... What's the divorce song? On you? I know, maybe another one. <laughs> what is the divorce song? Um, it's a Dolly Parton or oh, something right. like that. I yeah, okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, divorce, folks, does have a lot to do with property, unfortunately, yeah. and it really does. Tell me, what do you think is the number of people divorced in 2022? In just in Ireland? Or actually, the number of divorce applications. We'll start with applications in Ireland. Well, I would say 2022 is probably a high figure because people realised over COVID they couldn't live with each other. It's actually lowered in 2021. Really? really? Yeah. 5,551 applications for divorce okay. in, in 2022 and 5,856 applications in 2021. That's for divorce. When you add in legal separations, 6,037 in 2022 and 6,406 in 2021. So it's actually decreased year on year, which is interesting considering. Yeah, I thought it would have been higher after um, mm-hmm. uh, the year after COVID or yeah. maybe people yeah. just couldn't get to their solicitor. Yeah, well, there. T- <laughs> maybe they just didn't answer the phone, David. <laughs> Sorry, we're giving sisters no a very hard time. We're not, we're not. <laughs> but I think probably what did happen, though, is that the waiting time to get divorced in Ireland went from four years to two years. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. if you look back at 2015, yeah. it's increased by 35%, and that's probably why. Okay. And then how does that have an effect on a mortgage application if you're divorced? Well, it does, unfortunately. And, you know, it's, it's not a very easy conversation at times to have with your, your, your applicant sitting in front of you. And I suppose In what way? Well, the best way, the easiest way to describe it is that house was purchased with two salaries okay two incomes yeah and now we're looking for that house to retain in the family home with one salary okay so it does have an impact unfortunately and like if we're talking about a large mortgage you need a large sole income so to carry it, it. sorry you're talking about there if the husband and wife are going through a separation and decide to divorce so it, and then part of the separation agreement is that the, the maybe the wife might keep the family home yeah but the mortgage in the family home to release in this case, maybe yep. the husband's spouse. Yep. Uh, that a, is it a new application then for the wife to see if she can afford it? And Absolutely. sometimes then they may not have the And there's probably, you know, we've had... Demonstrated Yeah, demonstrated repayment ability. ability like, yeah. we've had this conversation about, you know, what an application looks like. It is the exact same in this scenario. It okay. is a full assessment of the remaining applicant. And unfortunately... Oh, I didn't... Like, so yeah. you're saying, let's say if a couple um, are are getting... They get divorced and the person who remains with the property. So um, they have to apply. It's the person remaining in the property has to re- uh, reapply yeah. for a mortgage. And it's just their... Same, as, yeah, just their, their income. Their income. Okay. Um, and I think we've, we've spoken about myths and misconceptions. Con- Conceptions. Yeah, yeah. This is absolutely a misconception yeah. that, sure, listen, I'm in the family home, I'm the wife, I have my children, we're yeah. staying in the house. You still need to pay the mortgage. Yes, the mortgage still needs to be paid, yeah. right? So there is a couple of things. So there's the pre-divorce, right, okay? And look, it doesn't come out of the blue. We all yeah. know that. It doesn't come out of the blue. So if you know there's something happening and there's trouble coming down the line, you need to get prepared. Um, 
and proper prepared. You know what I mean? Don't put your head in the sand, especially if we're talking about a decent, a decent mortgage, right? And what I mean by that is that it's not that you're going for the mortgage application at this very point in time, but you're looking and understanding your own financial situation. So you're looking like if you to look at a mortgage application, your income, can it be multiplied by 3.5 times to cover the debt? Who's paying the mortgage? Because that's the demonstrated repayment ability. And again, when there's two incomes, and we'll say the mortgage repayment isn't coming out of your income and you're supporting the household. You need to prove that you have demonstrated repayment ability. So it can be very, very tricky. And uh, especially in a really stressful time for people that they, you know, a lot of people aren't aware of, of that. That like even before, um, I suppose, b- before they're divorced, if they're separated, then is the time to kind of even... Of course, I suppose I mean, that's probably the, you know, one of the things that people are thinking about. But I suppose... You know, that's such a massive thing. It is. And normally when there's a separation or a divorce going on, the exiting partner of the family home is looking for a payout. You know what I mean? They've contributed financially to this property. They're not walking away without anything. So they can be looking. They need somewhere else to live. They do. So there's a new maybe new application there. Yeah, there is. Absolutely. So like it's sometimes what will happen, you know, unfortunately, is that if this is a large family home with a large mortgage, maybe it needs to be sold so that two downsized. Yeah, two modest yeah. properties can be can yeah. be bought. But I suppose and this this is gonna sound maybe a little bit sexist and I don't mean it to be, but often it's the female partner is the one that may have you know, given up part of her career to stay at home, be the yeah. homemaker to mind the kids, yeah. and is often the most vulnerable person in in the the breakdown of a divorce. So I suppose it's, it's as I say, getting to understand what your financial situation is and going through your bank statements, your. So is there any tips then for someone in that situation? By God, be prepared, David. I can't sing it enough. So like if there's trouble coming down the road, you need to, first of all, speak to the bank. Right. Okay. And what often then can happen, right, is that if, let's say, the marriage has broken down and one of the partners leaves the property, that partner may have been paying the mortgage and might stop paying the mortgage. Sure. They're both liable. Yeah. So like... For credit rating and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So I've often, unfortunately, had clients sitting in front of me saying, well, my partner was paying the mortgage. I didn't realise it had been stopped paying. It's no good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the, yeah. the credit rating is on both applicants. So it's it's it can often be a hard conversation. So look, what can they do? I suppose consult a mortgage broker as yeah. early on yeah. as possible so that we can take a temperature check and we can again... See what is the redemption figure, the current mortgage, exactly. what is the value of the house, and do an assessment, what's the income do, of Absolutely, party, do a pre-assessment. Yeah. Do a pre-assessment and you'll walk out of that office, folks. Like most advice like that is free from brokers yeah. now. Yeah. You'll have a pre-assessment. You'll know immediately and, and course, 20 like, minutes there's a the your own circumstances where you have children involved in that like in what age the children absolutely. are like, that all has to be taken into yeah, factor as absolutely well. and like you'll agree with this david okay broker number one yeah legal number two yeah you know like yeah. honestly it's n- unfortunately sometimes it's never yeah, yeah. easy sure. um the other thing then is that you, I suppose, determine the mortgage amount you just referenced. So yeah. we need the redemption figure. We yeah. need to see is there a cheaper interest rate in the market? What can term we? Is left on yeah, it? can we? Yeah, can yeah. we put it into yeah. a box? And as I say, there is normally a payout yeah. for the applicant that's you know leaving yeah. the family yeah. home. Um, 
I suppose when we talk about you know being prepared, we've spoken about being prepared for a mortgage application before, even as a first time buyer. It's nearly the same thing. You have to get your documentation in order. You have to ensure, as I say, if the mortgage repayment isn't coming out of your bank account, make sure that you're clearly showing us where the demonstrated repayment ability is. Because when that partner that's paying the mortgage, let's say exits the family home, we're coming at your bank account statements looking for the demonstrated repayment ability and unfortunately expenses but will still maintain. <coughs> so just while you were talking there, if I have you have I understood your figures at the start. So if there's between five and six thousand divorces a year and five or six thousand legal separations, that's somewhere between ten to twelve thousand uh, family breakdowns or marital breakdowns. Yeah. And then I just Google there uh, the amount of marriages in Ireland in twenty twenty one was twenty three thousand. So that means fifty wow. percent. Yeah. Which we kind of knew that figure from yeah. it's very americanized to hear that figure yeah. so if 23,000 marriages in 2021 and between 10 and 12 of those thousand of those are breaking down yeah but that, this this should be more common this information shouldn't it when you think yeah, about it yeah and as i say it comes out of the blue you know what i mean and yeah. it's i suppose without reiterating over and over and over if you're in a marriage or relationship it doesn't even have yeah. to be in a, in a yeah. marriage in a relationship that you know is gone sideways yeah you'd want to be getting your stuff in order. And I think for a lot of people, just as you had mentioned there, if it is um, whoever the primary caregiver, if it's family, yeah. like if it is a family and there's children involved and somebody is at home, like they're in a really difficult position then if they're going to be retaining the family home yeah. and there may be one joint account where all of the yeah. money is coming yeah. out of, because generally, it's my for most people, I think that, you know, they'll be using a joint bank account yeah. So in that situation, um, how would, when uh, let's say if they go into you, Mags, now and say, this is my situation, we have a joint bank account, currently I am the primary caregiver at home, our homemaker, I'm not working right now, um, what's my situation? That person is very vulnerable. Yeah. I'm sorry now, that person is really, really vulnerable and that's where a good solicitor comes yeah. into play because the exiting spouse probably still has yeah. a, a liability yeah. to that to that family but what i say in, in a roundabout way of that right okay there's well, there a is, double, there's there is, a double there is whammy. maintenance orders that there can is. be put in place for also not just for children but spousal maintenance there as well is. now maybe we should get a family law solicitor yeah, onto yeah, the podcast on the back, yeah and on uh, the back of here, that then about yeah. maintenance right so i often have clients coming in and saying well look i'm getting my spousal maintenance of a yeah. thousand euros per month yeah. and i'm getting 300 euros yeah. per month for for Child, children child yeah yeah that is not income so i can't lend on that okay. i can't assess it for income okay. and for the other partner who's paying that it's actually a financial commitment okay so it's also affecting that person ability from ability to borrow because exactly, it's, it's coming out of their exactly. account exactly and bearing in mind the children are dependents and we spoke about this before so there's about 250 euros per month being deducted off net disposable income per child on a mortgage assessment so when you put all of that together we often have applicants sitting inside us and they have a net disposable income shortfall because they have yeah. the spouse and maintenance and the, the children's yeah. maintenance and that, that also makes sense if if they need to move house yes. and want to live in the, in the area that they were used to living in yeah. the property levels are the price of the property is going to be the same absolutely. so they, they're not going to make that threshold yeah, to borrow absolutely so I suppose going back to my original point if you're in a relationship that is a little bit rocky at the moment you need to start speaking to people and make sure that you're not vulnerable 
at the very end. Okay. Sounds like a very depressing no, no, podcast now, but, but it is. And, it and is. maybe we do get a family law solicitor on a further episode because I think there's it's a huge amount there to yeah, delve into. Yeah, I'm so like um, I just from those CSO figures, yeah. I am. Um, so like uh, I didn't realize it was at that that figure yeah. yeah but you know when you say 5,000 and when you're showing out figures but when when you put it in yeah, com- yeah. comparison to like the amount of people got married that's frightening it is yeah. and I think I've never heard any information previously before about what to do you know in yeah. relation to getting a mortgage uh, if it's you're in a situation where you have a um, you know uh, a breakdown in your relationship and what to do so I know and yeah. Yeah, can I just say one other thing David and you can back this up from a legal perspective perspective for anyone that's listening on the call that are in the middle of divorce procedures because I'm, I'm certain that we probably do have a listenership that is in that space at this moment in time a divorce of decree has to have a deed of waiver um, and you can explain what that is but the bank is going to come looking for that yeah. as so let's say you pass the credit assessment and you know what brokers are good we'll get you into yeah. the box if we can squeeze you in we'll get you into the box so just to like it, it, I suppose so it, the waiver it's is that you're waiving your right to any future entitlement yeah. to any other property the spouse might buy or inherit or come come into their possession after the divorce hearing but, but yeah so that's like a, that's what I was going to ask just to, to explain like, the no, no, divorce no, no, of no, decree yeah so yeah. divorce of decree is just basically the, the legal system saying that you're no longer married mm-hmm. and a deed of waiver is like you're saying look I accept if the other spouse buys property after this date of the decree yeah. I have no right or um, authority to take any, any title to it and but it can be a little bit tricky because <coughs> I have a client at the moment that is separated but yeah. not legally separated yeah. and is separate like yeah, in yeah. all means of the yeah. matter is yeah. separated from but his no ex-spouse yeah. but I can move on yeah, I but can but do an application in there is a second bite of the cherry in divorce in Ireland you can yeah. go back if one of your spouse has a huge windfall financially or otherwise you're you're entitled to go back but um, that's interesting I don't yeah, think I knew that yeah but perhaps maybe we get <laughs> no, a just, uh, family <laughs> law solicitor in I think that would be a yeah, good it idea would. it would we do mm. a more uh, robust maybe legal yeah. episode on that well considering the stats as I say in 2022 we'll say including applications for divorce and applications for legal separation 6037 applications yeah. you know what I mean so yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's 12,000 yeah, yeah. people that are being affected which is a big it's number such a big figure yeah it's such a big figure Um, but Information is key, isn't it, to yeah, everything? Sure. Information That's is key. That's another great episode, Mags. Thank you very much. Thanks, folks. I've been David Sweeney of Property Solicitors. I've been Ani McLaughlin of AML Property Services in Cork. And I'm Mags Barrett, Mortgage Navigators. 